Welcome to another I'm in Rob podcast. I have an amazing, amazing show for you today. Um, it's been a, a lot of things going on in the past one or two weeks. Okay, so we're going to get into the two main stories that I want to cover today. The first story is going to talk about the 125,000 fully vaccinated Americans that have tested positive for COVID-19, despite being fully vaccinated. Um, this number is 10 times higher than what it was when the CDC stopped tracking cases in April. So just between May, June, and part of July, in just two months, the total that they had was about 10,000 when they stopped tracking the cases. Now we know that it's almost at least 11, 12, 13 times that. And the thing about these cases is that uh, the CDC is panicking because it doesn't know how to deal with the optics of how this looks to people. Because if you, if you market something as the most safe and effective vaccine ever produced, that's gonna you know, get us back to normal, pull the cases down, stop transmission, reduce hospitalization and death, et cetera, et cetera. If you market your product as if it's the greatest thing since salmon croquettes and beans and cornbread, then when you have this large influx of people testing positive, there's a lot of outrage behind the scenes. Um, so we're gonna get more into that, um, but just for context, this data that we have about these 125,000 cases, these cases are not officially being tracked by the CDC, so this is not the absolute number. And in addition to that, this number is only based on data found in 38 states. So we are missing 12 states from this total. And again, the CDC wasn't counting these cases because it said it would only count cases that needed hospitalization. So according to NBC News, at least 125,000 fully vaccinated Americans have tested positive for COVID and 1,400 of those have died according to data collected by NBC News. So this is the first sign right here of antibody dependent enhancement. We're gonna talk about pathogenic priming, antibody dependent enhancement, because even if let's say we wanna trust their numbers, we already have 1,400 deaths, COVID-related deaths, in people that were fully vaccinated. So those 1,400 people, why would they die from COVID when COVID itself has a 99.98% survival rate? And just the fact that they were reinfected with the virus lets you know that the, the vaccine is not a vaccine. It did not provide any immunity. In fact, it weakened their immune system and allowed the, the variant, whatever variant they want to call it, Delta, Lambda, Gamma, it allowed the variant to reproduce unchecked and the cytokine storm, along with possible other comorbidities, definitely enhanced what we call antibody-dependent enhancement or ABE. 1,400 deaths is a large number, okay? Even if we go back to the swine flu trials in 1976, the trial was stopped after 25 deaths. So we have at least 1,400 deaths of people that were fully vaccinated who got reinfected. A, a, a very large signal, considering that this vaccine is not FDA approved and it has not even finished the 
official clinical trial, which we're going to also talk about soon. The 125,682 breakthrough cases in 38 states found by NBC News represent less than 0.08% of the 164.2 million plus people who have been fully vaccinated since January or about one in every 1300. Now, again, this is what they do. They, they are always manipulating data because we have not fully tested 164 million people who have been vaccinated. We are, we are only monitoring the cases that those 38 states have reported. We are not monitoring and tracking um, everybody that's been vaccinated to make sure that they have tested positive. In fact, some people that tested positive didn't have any symptoms. So, you know, they want to make it seem like, oh, this is such a small percent, but we're talking about over 100,000 people and growing, okay, growing. All right. Now, more about this data. The total number of breakthrough cases is likely higher than 125,683 since nine states including Pennsylvania, Missouri, did not provide any information, while 11, like COVID hotspot Florida, did not provide death and hospitalization totals. Four states gave death and hospitalization numbers, but not the full tally of cases. So once again, um, people, this data is making everybody uncomfortable that's been forcing the vaccine down everybody's throats because it's shown that the vaccine is not effective, it's not preventing reinfection, and it's not offering any type of immunity. Um, and it, it's really not a vaccine. If, if it cannot stop transmission, then it is not a vaccine. And we've been saying that for months. Now, pay attention to what they say next. They say health officials continue to caution that breakthrough cases were expected, extremely rare and not a sign of vaccine failure. So again, nobody expected there to be breakthrough cases because the CDC director herself said that vaccinated people do not carry the virus. In fact, the whole point of this, um, this campaign to vaccinate our way out of a pandemic was based on the fact that, oh, vaccines are supposed to provide some sort of immunity and therefore protection against infection, number one, and transmission, number two. And neither one of those criteria have been met by their very own um, campaign and marketing strategy to quote unquote, beat this virus, according to President Joe Biden. And then they wanna say they're extremely rare. Uh, it's not extremely rare if over 125,000 people and counting um, have had this experience. In fact, we have over 35,000 vaccinated people test positive per week. So they continue to try to, you know, sweep things under the rug by word sadly, by calling things rare you know, saying, you know, that this is not a sign of vaccine failure, but for those over 100,000 people that have been fully vaccinated, uh, it is a sign of vaccine failure. And that's a large number of people considering, once again, this vaccine hasn't even made it to a full FDA approval yet, and we are already seeing a lack of efficacy, okay? Um, some states, Officials said they could not be sure the vaccinated individuals had died from COVID-19 or from other causes, but other states directly attribute the cause to COVID-19. Breakthrough cases among the elderly were more likely to be serious, according to available data. In Washington State, 27 of the 52 people who died were 
known to be associated with long-term care facilities according to state information. For other states that publish data like Utah, it's clear breakthrough cases have accelerated in the past two months. In Utah on June 2nd, 2021, just 27 or 8% of the 312 new cases in the state were breakthrough cases. As of July 26, there were 519 new cases and almost 20% or 94 were breakthroughs. In Virginia, total breakthrough cases resulting in death from COVID-19 were from 17 in mid-July to 42 on Friday. In Oklahoma, where cases are up by 67%, state officials broke down the data to show that for residents who got Johnson & Johnson vaccine, the incidence of breakthrough were greater at 160 per 100,000 people compared to 93 per 100,000 for Moderna. So once again, um, neither vaccine candidate Moderna, uh, Johnson & Johnson, they're saying shit. 160 out of every 100,000 doses is going to test positive based off the data that we have now. So if, if they're bragging about administering millions and millions of doses, then their data is going to show that um, 90, even 90 out of 100,000 is still high because that's almost 0.1%. So um, if your vaccine is so effective, then after you administer that 260 million doses, or I think it's 360 million doses. So at, at some point, there's gonna be millions of people that have tested positive despite being fully vaccinated. And if this was any other vaccine candidate, like HIV, cancer, um, measles, mumps, whatever, then it would be known to be a vaccine failure because we're gonna be talking about millions, um, possibly tens of millions of people testing positive. So um, we will get more into these breakthrough cases because this is what had the CDC so upset. So we have another article uh, from Israel that says uh, this Israeli study finds 2.6% COVID breakthrough infection rate. A New England Journal of Medicine study yesterday details breakthrough COVID-19 infections in 39 of 1,497 fully vaccinated Israeli healthcare workers with most cases mild or moderate, but 19% with symptoms lingering for more than six weeks. Now, this is um, very, very key, everyone. So I, I saw some initial comments um, saying, oh, wow, it's only a 2.6% breakthrough rate. But, okay, this is only from a group of about 1,400 people. So let's change that number from 1400 to 14 million okay so let's say we have 14 million people and our breakthrough infection rate is 2.6 percent so we have 14 million people we would add six zeros right from 14,000 to 14 million we would add three zeros i'm sorry three or four zeros so uh so we're going to add four zeros to that 39 and that's going to take us to about mm, around 39,000 people out of uh, 14 million um, would have a breakthrough infection. 39,000 infections. And um, these symptoms not only were mild or moderate like they always pretend, but what's the most disturbing part of this is that almost 20% has symptoms lasting longer than six weeks. 
So not only does the vaccine, as they say, uh, they said it reduces symptoms, reduces hospitalization and death, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, nobody knows for sure the duration of the symptoms. For example, long COVID can last for years. Um, they may start to have neurological dysfunction. So not only did the vaccine not protect uh, the transmission, but it also did not protect over 20% of those vaccinated people from getting long COVID symptoms lasting more than six weeks. All workers have received a second dose of the Pfizer vaccine 11 days before the study began on January 20th. The study ran for 14 weeks, during which time Israel experienced its third and largest COVID-19 case surge. The researchers also matched workers with COVID-19 and antibody concentrations obtained within a week before diagnosis with four or five uninfected controls and used generalized estimating equations to predict average antibody levels and the ratio between the two levels in the groups. In total, 2.6% of the healthcare workers had breakthrough infections, 67% of which were mild and 33% of which were asymptomatic. The most common symptoms were upper respiratory congestion, muscle pain, loss of smell, taste, and fever or chills. In this study, we found that although the Pfizer vaccine is extremely effective, rare breakthrough infections carry an infectious potential and create a special challenge since such infections are often asymptomatic and may pose a risk to vulnerable populations. 31% of infected workers reported persistent symptoms 14 days after their diagnosis and 19% reported long COVID symptoms of loss of smell, cough, fatigue, and muscle pain for more than six weeks. All right. So um, again, you know, they've tried to say that, you know, vaccinated people are the, the reason that we are having um, to end this virus, but actually vaccinated people can spread it just as easily as unvaccinated people. The workers had lower neutralizing antibody levels in the week before diagnosis, hairy infection period, then did match controls. Higher antibody levels were linked with lower infectivity, higher cycle threshold values. So with that being said, um, the CDC is definitely panicking right now. They have switched their guidance on masking. And this has definitely made people um, give the CDC the side eye. And I think we should all collectively give, um, give the CDC a side eye. Now, I'll end with this article from um, njspotlight.com. And it talks about COVID-19 infections and deaths growing in vaccinated people. Um, so it says here, Governor Phil Murphy said again Monday that vaccines against COVID-19 are 99.9% .9 effective against the virus and 99.99% .99 effective against dying from it. But the most recent data available shows a significant uptick in breakthrough cases and deaths since the Delta variant became the dominant strain in May. An NJ, an NJ spotlight news analysis of data from the State Department of Health for the most recent two-week period June 29th through June 12th, found that the number of COVID-19 cases among fully vaccinated people increased by more than 16%. The number of hospitalizations jumped by two thirds and the number of deaths rose by 55%. Wow, people. So what they're saying is uh, 
you know, the governor wants to keep throwing out this number, 99.9999%, but in just two weeks, um, the number of cases is up 16%, the number of hospitalizations is up by more than 50%, the number of deaths is up by more than 50% in just two weeks. So this is the graph right here. And this is, you know, basically showing positive COVID tests. Um, so these are the positive COVID tests uh, from July 12th, right? You can see the vaccinated is making up a bigger chunk of these test cases and it's, it's up by a nice amount. It's up by a large amount. Over the past two weeks, breakthrough infections and deaths accounted for a much larger portion of new cases and deaths than they did in the 23 weeks after the first New Jersey residents were fully vaccinated on June, January 19th. Breakthrough cases and deaths made up less than 1% of all new infections and deaths between January 19th and June 28th. But cases in vaccinated people accounted for about 17% of more than 3,300 new cases and 24% of 71 deaths occurring between June 29th and July 12th. So um, yeah, these breakthrough cases are on the rise. Experts are already warning that they're on the rise. So make sure you get your hydroxychloroquine from americasfrontlinedoctors.org. That's where I got my hydroxychloroquine and uh, my zinc from. And I encourage anybody to also try to get ivermectin um, to those doctors as well. We gotta protect ourselves and continue doing things um, to strengthen our immune system. So my next show is gonna be talking about uh, Immune Assist 24-7, which is a mushroom extract supplement. And that's um, something that I'm personally using to build my immune system. And it's something that everybody can use to um, build their immune system. So um, this is a great time to start doing that uh, before the fall gets here. I definitely think by the fall, by flu season, we're gonna see, we're gonna see a large number of um, vaccinated people experiencing what we call antibody dependent enhancement and the CDC is already uh, gearing up for that. And that's why they're panicking because they wanna to continue to promote booster shots um, in the most vulnerable people. And uh, it's just gonna be a very sad sight uh, in a couple of months. But, you know, if we do get exposed to COVID or any virus or, you know, anything really, um, it's, you want to start getting your hydroxychloroquine, get your zinc, get your, your mushroom drug, do the cyst 24-7, get your CMOS, um, get your black seed oil, get your vitamin D3, get your quercetin, the bromelin, and uh, we can continue to improve our immune system so that whatever we come in contact with will be good. So thank you guys for checking out this podcast and I will see you in the next one. Peace.